This is the Off the Break Podcast, your podcast dedicated to current movie theater news, operations, and insights from the people that book the movies. Now, here are your hosts, Cody, Kyle, and Ken. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Off the Break Podcast. We are here, we are ready to go, and we're wearing hats this time. Hats. It's Hatterday. <laughs> <laughs> it's Hatterday at the studio. Yeah, no, this is this is how uh, simple we are as uh, podcasters. Send us a hat. Off the Break Podcast, now sponsored by... The, the Howell Theater in Smithfield, North Carolina. Shout out to Bill Johnson for the hats. Go Bill. <laughs> I like them. It's, it fits my head perfectly. I didn't even have to do oh. any rearranging to it. Like I was able to put it on just perfectly mm-hmm. and I feel good. I this, look good in this. This was close. I'm at about maximum capacity on this <laughs> bad boy. Apparently they they have normal size heads in North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> they don't have the sizes where you're from? No 2X. No 2X hats in North Carolina apparently. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Don't make them that guy. big in North Carolina. <laughs> it's a constant struggle with him, like trying to find a hat that fits that big head. Yeah, yeah. That's thank God I still Shockingly have. Big. Thank God I still have hair. Yes. <laughs> once, <laughs> once that goes, the hat game is going to get interesting. Oh my gosh! To be fair, you are the smartest guy in the room, so yeah. that accounts for something. <laughs> y- yes, that, he is. I, I feel bad for you, Kyle. <laughs> if I'm the smartest one in the room, oh, God. <laughs> we really are doomed poor, here, aren't poor, we? Poor guy. But you saw me struggling trying to get the podcast rolling. Uh, and I think that's fair to assume man. which one of us here is Just You're having the an off one. day. It's okay. Yeah, we'll maybe a little. Maybe a little. Now that you mention it, I never have seen you chew gum and walk at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I got that one nailed. I as never... long as I don't have to turn. Wait a minute. You never <laughs> multitask. <laughs> Uh, but yes, Howell Theaters, thank you for the hats. They are awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we needed more swag. We uh, took our crawl space out we yesterday. Did. Mm-hmm. We did. Mm-hmm. There, there had been 20 years of buildup of documents in that crawl space. Like Documents, oh, furniture. Oh my gosh. Appliances. Everything. We're not using this? Down in the crawl space. We'll Boxes, about dead it. animals. Yeah, we, <laughs> yeah. Found, we found two mice. Uh, dead, dead mice. Very dead. I'm surprised like they pre-pandemic were pre-pandemic dead mice. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised they were down there. It's not like we're putting food down there. I'm not surprised. That's why they died down yeah. there. They were <laughs> yeah. searching for the food, no and, they, and it was so crowded down in the crawl space. There was no way out. Oh. Mice cannot live off of old, defunct box office reports alone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and they were old, old. Yeah. And the, the epic part was we found, like, old computers, like Apple II up until, like, the one that we just replaced Kyle's with like six months ago. Yeah. Like there was every version of Mac box down there. Yeah. Going all the way back. It was with really the instructions. Funny. Oh, oh yeah. The instructions. There was a, now this is a thing probably Kyle didn't know about. We found a whole printer in a box. The box mm. was still sealed. Back when you used to buy computers, they would give you a printer for free. Yeah. <laughs> like send you a tower and be like, here's a free printer from super print USA made in China. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I mean, yeah. back to those days, at least you get something free out of it. The, it was like. Now you have to buy a. Super, super print, but it was uh, spelled S U P A. Super print. <laughs> Ahead of its time. Yeah. You can tell we had people running the office that were born right after the Depression. They're like, we don't throw a good box away. <laughs> so there, there were... was empty boxes of empty boxes. Yeah. Boxes of boxes of boxes. Every, a... if it was important piece of equipment like a computer we saved the box it was a 16 foot cargo trailer and it was full 
yeah of stuff yeah it was, was like a ton 3400 yeah. ton or 3400 pounds of material 3400 tons was it a battleship yeah <laughs> <laughs> might as well have been we probably could have fit one under there there still wouldn't have been enough room ken oh my gosh <laughs> the uss maximum overdrive weighed 3400 tons yeah. <laughs> as someone who l- loves cleaning and throwing things out and not being cluttered it was my n- nightmare <laughs> yeah <laughs> to say the least it, it just kept good. coming yeah so much stuff i mean and then i I descend from these gentlemen that also wanted to keep every box. So part of me was like, oh, but this is a really good box. Oh, and then there's another part of me that brought out complete like a shelving system that hadn't been used in at least 15 years. I remember the shelving system used in an office when I was a child. Mm. And part of me is like, that's a really good shelving system. We should use that. And I'm like, no, just let it go, Cody. Let it go. Get those bad thoughts out of here. Yeah. Oh. No, we were throwing crap out of the dump, and she's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, there's binder clips in this one," yeah. and trying wanted to go through them. I'm like, "Are you kidding me right now? When I, do we ever use binders?" <laughs> I just don't want to ever, ever have to buy binder clips. Well, I hate or, to say this for what a dollar. Yeah, no, I know, but I I did save one box worth of clips, but then I found two other boxes that missed me on the way out, and I did not save those clips. They are at the dump now. It makes me sad. No. Oh, and the other fun they surprise. They won't miss you. The other fun surprise <laughs> at the dump was that uh, it looked like a Lee Greenwood music video. There oh, were, sure. There were bald eagles everywhere. It was awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we went to our dump, and there were over a dozen bald eagles just swooping and. It's at the dump. It's just so I mean, sad. I would think vultures. <laughs> I mean, we don't have vultures here, obviously, but that that's the setting that you think of more right. than like bald eagles. But. Nope. Maj- America's majestic bird no. sitting on top of the dump oh, piles. Oh, no, Cody. Bald eagles are just vultures with a better PR agent. It was yeah. just... That's what it is. <laughs> it was just... It's just a matter of... I mean, where do bald eagles live? <laughs> I know. Arbors, you... dumps. <laughs> like, yeah. They live where there's food around. They're not... <laughs> you guys were, like, joking about how they, this is where the nature photographer should come to get that soaring bald eagle shot. I mean, yeah. don't get him when he's landed, but... You know, yeah. mid-flight, it it's would have still, been easy to it's get. It's still Montana. When you look around and look in the background, there's still, like, epic mountains in the background. There's still a tree. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, there's no, no trees No, no out trees there. at the dump. There's no trees. <laughs> All right, fine, fine. There's, it's your there's wide a, open prairie There is a mountains com- in the background. There's a, uh, you know, compost, wooden, wooden brush. Yeah. <laughs> dumping area. <laughs> Maybe if they're over there, that could work. It was made by a tree. Well, or from a tree. Cody saw a movie this week. I did. I did. I saw wow. a rated R action movie this week too. Wow. I, that doesn't happen often. I loved it. Good. Just, I loved it. I loved it too. We saw Violent Night um and I took my dad and it was awesome. It I it's the kind of like action bloody gory movie that I really wanted because it had good heartfelt characters in it that were kicking ass. Yeah. Like I like that. I don't like shitty people, shitty characters killing gruesome things so what do you classify mortal Kombat as because that was like your favorite movie of 2020 it was and i think you said there were heartfelt characters (laughs) yeah there are quote unquote there are yeah they want to save our realm they're pure of heart in some cases i okay i need good characters like that like true heroes and they could do the bloodiest things with (laughs) with blood clouds i don't care as long as they're true of heart heroes to be fair violent night did do that it just did it better so it did do it better than mortal Kombat. i'll give you that yeah it was so good yeah uh just the 
type of one-off action movie that I think is kind of missed lately, especially in um, mm-hmm. the theatrical sphere, but also with a bit of Christmas flavor to it, to where you're still in the mood for Christmas, but it has like good Christmas theme puns or jokes, but yeah. it, it not completely to where you keep rolling your eyes and you're sick of it. Well, I, I thought it was spread out it's not pretty well throughout it. No. Yeah, not overly campy. There's still has some heart to it. Is it like little sprinkles of it to where you're like right before a really bloody action scene? So it just really puts you in the mood. Yeah. He is still Santa Claus. He is still it's Santa a, Claus. It's an action movie, but yes. then he just gives you a quick reminder. Yeah, the right. first scene is him like drinking a beer, but he still is like with the Santa suit and the it's at the, the is uh, it the one from the trailer with the yeah, with where the, bar, the bar where the reindeer do most of the work. Yep. Different line, but it's yeah. basically the same yeah. thing. Um and even still I'm like, Oh yeah, he plays Santa. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what this is. Like David Harbour is Santa. Not that we didn't think it wouldn't work, but just in the moment you're like, Oh yeah, yeah, that's a good choice. I only have one little criticism is that I didn't get enough of his backstory. Like it hints at what his backstory <laughs> is. I needed more backstory and more Mrs. Claus. Sure. Uh the the, the backstory teases, I guess, is a good word He was a Viking warrior, do- okay, and so. I need it with the <laughs> tattoos and everything. I needed more. I needed more of that. It does come out of nowhere. Right. It, it's I, kind of funny, what, but it needed, does come out of nowhere. It just needed one little scene to to show how he went from Viking warrior to Santa. Like, what was his transformation? That could be sequel bait, though. I hope so. <laughs> I, I could see so. it being sequel bait. Although, I don't mind if it, if this is just a one-off. Um yeah, but, no, I could be fine with it, but yeah. I I need more now. I could have it totally have a sequel next year. Somehow that little element still works to where you're still into the movie, but you are at the same time questioning, like, did yeah. I just see that right? <laughs> <laughs> David Harbour was in a Santa suit, and next thing I know, he's covered in Viking tattoos. What are we doing here? It <laughs> was awesome. I just really enjoyed it, and it did shockingly have Christmas spirit in it. And yeah. I mean, you feel like, like a Christmas movie should. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So um, I was a little disappointed at the overall domestic gross of it, but I'm hoping that like positive word of mouth because it was very fun and it just mm. opened on such a terrible weekend like that first and second weekend right after Thanksgiving. Just they're terrible. Weekends. There's a reason yeah. why Avatar is where it is. Yeah, <laughs> there's two. And they- generally bad weekends where we get a <laughs> right black christmas and they had to go <laughs> they had to go that weekend to be able to give it the two weeks before avatar takes Correct. everything off screen so i get it but i i just wish that um I, i'm hoping that we'll see a bump this week not maybe an overall gross bump but just a bump in our locations because it was so good yeah it making over 10 million um on its opening weekend was very impressive to me. Mm-hmm. I wasn't really expecting it. I just hope that that bump is going to happen, like you said. Right. If it has a minimal fall, there is a possibility that it could pass Black Panther on week two. That'd be it, there's a chance. Black Panther yeah. has been that like constant, like sixty to seventy percent drop every week. Right. Mm-hmm. So if it did that and and Violent Night did like a thirty-five percent, forty percent drop, mm-hmm. there's a possibility with the math that it could be number one in its second week, which would, would be exciting. That would be awesome. Yeah. No, so we really enjoyed it, and I, you know, highly, highly suggest everybody speak, goes and sees speak it. Speak for yourself. For sure. The only person in here that didn't get a seat is the only one that would actually really enjoy it. I really yeah. What happened it. there? What? I oh I got oh, to go out. Got, somebody had to watch the kids. <laughs> somebody had to watch the children. The children. Oh right, that those things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the gremlins that we live with. Yeah, <laughs> that are like dad. Is it Christmas yet? How many days till Christmas? Can we open? Can I open one present today? Can I open two presents today? 
We got them advent calendars. That's uh, to getting, be that exciting. That's getting Ugh. them through. Pokemon advent calendars. Highly suggest because <laughs> it's enough of a present opening each day that it takes the pressure off. <laughs> Just relieves a little bit Just of steam. Just a little bit. Yeah. Just steam out of the boiler. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Just yeah. enough Get that nobody fix. explodes. Yeah. Their little dose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Advent calendars are underrated advent Those calendars and nyquil that's the only way to keep the nyquil get these was kids always a good this. time as a kid yes, yes. <laughs> stop it we don't nyquil our children <laughs> well we're bringing back a feature from previous episodes we're used yep. to do like the trailers every week that would come out but then mm-hmm. there'd be eight and then there'd be zero and then there'd be two and then there'd be none right but we're just gonna run through these today oh my gosh this whole podcast is dedicated to a trailer roundup we're excited we're finally getting some good trailers in time for the big holiday movies and it's just gets you fun and energized for next quarter of next year yeah so the majority of these trailers are going to be for the first quarter just to get our thoughts on how the schedule looks how some of these movies look and then Mm -hmm. Uh, for other titles that are coming later in the year, like a Guardians or Indiana Jones, uh, from the trailers that dropped last week, we're going to include those as well. Because yeah. why not? Because you got to program them now. Because <laughs> they are going to need a lot of promotion. Well, they're required. <laughs> they're not re- no, no trailer is required. It's highly suggested. Even if you're Disney? playing, Ava- <laughs> if you're playing Avatar, Indiana Jones is playing before it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You mean you're not going to not play? These yeah. Trailers. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so let's get started. Man called Otto. Yeah, they had a new minute 30 second trailer. Yeah. Not like a two minute, 30 minute long one like normal, but I think this one does a good job of getting to the point. It's a feel good story that's going to start off the year, not on like the biggest of notes, but maybe it could be that general audience crowd pleaser who after the maybe chaotic holidays or just looking to get out uh, throughout all the snow that's going to be coming in January to just see a movie that'll give you a good time and give you a charming performance from Tom Hanks. Right. It's the American version of, is it like... A Man Called Ove? Ove. Ove, yeah. And which is a Swedish film? I'll double check that. That's a good guess. Austrian something? It's it's definitely Scandinavian. It's Scandinavian. (laughs) Scandinavian. (laughs) I think that covers like the four, the big four. It it did pretty well. I mean, enough that we have to make an American version of it, but it's got Tom Hanks and I think it is that feel-good film. It is... Uh, stepping out on Christmas Day and then a little expansion on the 6th and then it's going to be its widest point on the 13th. Mm-hmm. And so, it is Swedish. Swedish, yes. Jürgen Fergens, Megan Morgan. Yeah. <laughs> um, then our next trailer is Megan. Or M3gan. M3gan, yes. <laughs> Sorry, I beat you to it. As we've come you to did. call it in the office. <laughs> yeah. Do you think they're going to stick with a 3? I'm surprised they it's have too yes. late now. Yeah, it's, it's there. It's all it's of the on title the art. Sheets. It's yeah. yep. I just have flashbacks to Harley Quinn, that Harley Quinn movie, Ooh, that and, the, and the excessively long title that they shortened yeah. at the last second. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, this won't be to that degree because this is kind of a smaller movie than that. But no, this is just I just have cause those flashbacks. Oh so many issues with the point of sales and reporting. And but beyond not, that, we yeah we got a different, newer trailer on Violent Night, and man, this movie is just. Off-putting. More robot dancing. Yes. They can't leave it alone, what? Kyle. More robot Why dancing to do... Taylor Swift. And Why it's... do they have the creepy robot dancing? Why is the creepy like on all fours running like an animal? I think it's supposed to be like self-aware horror comedy. That's the vibe oh. that I'm getting. It doesn't look funny, though. It does not look funny. It's just so... <laughs> I, I didn't say it was or what. I, I, I although I yeah. do kind of dig it. I, I kind of dig what? it. 
I don't know. Ugh. I, I mean, just don't like, see it very often these days. I guess as far as it being a horror film, the dancing is very creepy. Like it's, <laughs> it just makes your skin crawl. It's it like, gets Ugh. reactions in the theaters. I've it seen is. that. I've seen so both of these trailers now. I just, just want to be like, turn that off. Oh, yeah, it what? gets reactions. I just don't know if people are going to remember those reactions and then want to see a full movie of it. But the trailers have been good, I think. Ugh. Not my kind of movie, for sure. You know what? But at my... least in January, it yeah. could do some business. You know what's my kind of movie? The what? next one. Yes. Ken is so Plain. excited. <laughs> Ken is so excited. With Gerard never one. misses Butler. Yes, he he does never miss. It's true. But does it have to be called Plain? Like, it's the most... It's a bad, it's a bad title. Yeah. yeah. It's a bad title. Action Plane. But no, he's that's got, worse. Never mind. He's got a convicted felon with him on a plane as a pilot, mm-hmm. and then... They, they land. They crash land on an island, and that's controlled by a like, warlord. Yeah, a mm-hmm. drug and warlord. He has to fight off the warlord with this convicted felon and to limited save, amount of to weapons to save his passengers. Because it's his, his plane. Yeah, my plane, my <laughs> I passenger. Don't, I don't understand what the confusion is here, Cody. This I, I'm is not confused. Great. Yeah, is what this is going to okay. be. Okay. <laughs> Someone has to like these movies, right? I, I guess. Well, come on! It's January. <laughs> the next, the next one's a sequel, or a, it's not a sequel. It's it's, it's film adjacent. Film adjacent. Film adjacent say. from Searching is, which was the John Cho movie from like three years ago. Yeah, and now it's Missing. Missing. I thought you were about to go to Eighty for Brady. I missed the Missing title, so <laughs> I was like adjacent to Searching. What are we talking about? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yes, uh, Fifty for Namath. <laughs> <laughs> They're big Jets fans. Well, you don't remember that gem (laughs) back in the day? Uh, I thought this trailer was very good. It reminded me of what I enjoyed out of the first Searching movie so much. Um, But it still feels like a trope. Like, it's, you know, she's searching for her mother through, like, iPhone records and mm -hmm. phone records and stuff. And it it does the split screen thing. And it's all from the perspective of screens. Yeah. And I just think that's annoying. So (laughs) I am not interested. You are a person that says, Every day. Well, that's enough screens, screen time for me. <laughs> you don't live in the world where most people do where they're like, can I get more screen time? Is there a way to get a 25th hour in the day for screens? And there was a trend of these types of movies right. coming up, especially when it comes to horror in like the later 2010s. Yeah. And this one might have missed the boat, especially when searching kind of became under the radar popular when oh, yeah. it was yeah. released. It, it did great. Yeah. I mean, it was like a $5 million movie that so it was made she, Yeah, for. so she's and searching for her mom who went on vacation or something. With and, a boy, mysterious yeah. boyfriend. Yeah. And so mysterious she's going combing boyfriend. through all the emails and phone records trying to f- find her mom, and then you see it from the perspective of the screen. So Yeah. I liked what they did with searching. I'm sure it's going to do the same here. But... So that's January 20th? Yes, Getting and through January. just worried if the trend of those types of movies have kind of died right. off. Right. Because it has been a while. It's a little chaotic for a lot of audiences to follow. Could be. Then we get into February, and February is looking pretty good. That's the month that we're really looking forward yeah. to. <laughs> January is just always awful, but, you know, some some interesting titles in there. Kicks off with an octogenarian football movie. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. 84 Brady. I can't, I can't believe <laughs> Produced, starring, directed by Tom Brady. Yeah. <laughs> can't believe these women are still functioning at 80. I mean, 
Yeah. The, at, at least it looks like they're having fun and not like being forced to do it. I don't know. Are you sure that it doesn't look like they're slightly being cattle prodded? Re- like act Rita more. Mar- they Rita probably Moreno. have to. They probably the director probably has to talk a little louder in order to get yeah. them to pay attention. Right. But no. um, they, yeah, they seem like they're doing fine. It's a harmless fun movie. It Jane, does look Jane fun. Jane Fonda's horny. Rita Moreno does drugs. Yes. <laughs> Sally Field says strap on in the trailer. Does. Talk about a fanny pack. I love that line. That's a, I did get I, I see. That. I think this is going to be a, a big surprise. You that get, is, that you is get a the terrible, Gronks in there. That is a terrible weekend, historically, yeah. Super Bowl weekend. But I think in the buildup, I, I think it's going to do a surprising number. I mean, to, to have a movie open to $25 million on Super Bowl weekend would be the first time that's ever happened. The trailers for this movie is going to be seen throughout all of the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. For this sure. is gonna. It, they're gonna blow it out. Paramount knows how to promote. Yeah. It's yeah. it's just a bad weekend, but they're trying to capitalize on it, and this could change what Super Bowl weekend looks like moving forward. This could be one of these. Wait, uh, are we gonna get football themed movies every Cody, year? It's entirely possible. Forward. We have October was a dumping ground, and now it's not. Yeah. I mean, in our lifetimes, in the last five yeah. years, that's changed. I think this. This February is going to change what February's look like moving I'm forward, gonna, and it's I'm all going to start with eighty for Brady, <laughs> which is with that which hot is take. this is this is the hottest of takes. But look at the schedule. The next one is M Night Shyamalan Ding Dong <laughs> with Kanak at the cabin. Yeah, but it's got Dave Bautista looks really creepy. Oh, he, exactly. I I he looks like this, a good fit for this movie. He does. He looks like a really good fit, and it feels more authentic. Um, M. Night Shyamalan. The next. You know. Then Old did. Yeah. Maybe. The next gotcha. hot take I have is these WWF guys are actually actors, like real actors. Some of them have surprised. We've had, we've had three now. I mean, it's not a it's not a joke anymore that yeah. The Rock and John Cena and <laughs> Dave Bautista are like for real actors. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, there has to be some theatrics that go into, you know, that they, whole wrestling sphere. And they have to have a natural depends. charisma. Yeah, and that's that too. a huge component of being an actor. And be especially a, you know, film or TV actor. So you've got to have that natural charisma that comes off of you that gets captured. And they all have that. And out of most of them, at least Batista is the one that is at least trying anything. And doesn't feel like anything as in, like... He's just reaching for whatever project he could take. Right. Like, he's choosing carefully, like, who he's working for. I like how he can go from comedy to this, which feels very dramatic. Oh, there's not going to be any jokes in, in this one. <laughs> no, no. I mean, maybe uh, some weird uh, uh, Shyamalan sense of humors where, like, right. the camera is also tilted, like, way too close to their guy. face. And they say something that's absolutely anytime, not funny, but Shyamalan thinks it is. Anytime we talk about M. Night. All I think about is from the happening where the guy hops off the lawnmower and lays in front of it and gets run over. (laughs) That's what what I picture. Like, that is his sense of humor. (laughs) That's all he's got here. (laughs) Get it? (laughs) Get it? He's dead. Lawn (laughs) mows you. (laughs) I have a little bit of hopes for this one, at least. I think it's at a good time as compared to when Old was released in July. But I wonder if... No, he's a shoulder season guy. Like he can capitalize yeah. on these times right. when you're not competing against. You know, he has two weeks before Ant Man just sucks the air out of the room. Mm-hmm. I mean, so he has the ability to make a good opening with this. Yeah, yeah. I think the potential's there. And Dave Bautista is just. And you don't. There's enough mystery with this trailer that you don't know which way this is going to go. For sure. Are, 
are they cult or is everybody going to die or is the family going to make it out is just the little girl going to make it out there's lots of scenarios that i think play well into the mystery aspect of it and mm-hmm. i think maybe that's why i'm kind of intrigued by it yeah that mystery aspect and there's audiences being surprised that Batista's in a horror movie i yeah. think those are because he's sellers. a big scary dude i mean he... yeah it, it fits but you just wouldn't think of it because they think of him from right but knives he's... out and guardians now but he's like kind of gentle yeah which is even scarier yeah and ugh. no i'm it's a it's a good trailer it's a definitely a good trailer to play yeah it sounds good in the theater too with all the editing and the sounds right. with the uh, knocking because it's like a old cabin knock yeah like i know that's what the title is and stuff, but there really is a distinct sound of that yeah Gets you yeah. in the mood. I it get does. it. Speaking of a distinct sound, oh. <laughs> Magic Mike's Last Dance is <laughs> the next weekend. Yep. That sounds we're going to make watching this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, <laughs> Channing Tatum's third turn, Magic Mike. Yeah. And uh, this time he brought on Selma Hayek, uh, who actually, there was a bit of controversy. Um, it was originally had Thandaway Newton in it, and... She got in a big fight with with Channing Tatum, and they <laughs> dropped her and brought in Selma Hayek. And now, after seeing the trailer, I cannot imagine a better lady lead in this. Like, oh yeah, with her, I don't know, um, you know, like her sexual, natural sexual yeah, charisma. Yeah, there's something about her that's very sexy, and this is a sexy movie, and you need to have that. <laughs> I'm not going to make the hand motions. Yeah, there's something about her that's very, <laughs> that's very sexy. I can't quite put my finger on it. She seems so <laughs> Terrible smart. Terrible joke. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. I'm not following that one up. Wow, Kyle. Uh, hashtag, okay. Hashtag not me too. Move <laughs> away. <laughs> you guys just skirt away from the camera. <laughs> I don't know. I just think her accent played really well in it. I like they seem to have chemistry. I was very surprised that i was like oh this one actually looks good and it looks like a more mature version of magic mike which is weird yeah but and, and, i like the growth in that and like we talked about on previous episodes it ends with a 30 minute dance number i Ooh. 30 minute long dance number i'm just happy for everyone else going to see this yeah, yeah. it's gonna be a treat whereas 80 for brady is a spunky old lady movie this is a horny old lady movie <laughs> <laughs> i would say not old lady some hayek's like in her yeah. mid to late 50s 40s and 50s i think that's Still that's the demographic for some for most ladies so yeah yeah, yeah. named selma hayek <laughs> <laughs> there's only one of her that's for sure well uh but i think this could do a uh, very good business we get, right yeah. i i agree and i and i think it's that fun film right around you know um valentine's day that could be really Perfect, really good perfect Galentine's That's true, weekend yeah. Movie. Valentine's weekend. I yeah. wasn't thinking about that, but that's a good point. And the next trailer, Cody is not excited about at all. Ant-Man. You've moved on. Are you not? She there was no funny the... lines in it. And I'm just over the whole multiverse thing. I oh, just, wait, yeah. We've, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we <laughs> talked about this. Like, it's just, I wanted a really, like, standalone smaller contained ant-man story like the first one kind of was yeah that wasn't part of some bigger universe or have repercussions for the multiverse like i'm over all that i just want for sure nice smaller stories that are fun like and funny and this one didn't look like it was funny at all yeah i'm right there with you um unfortunately we're in the minority because everyone else will be going out in droves to see this Mostly because I think they're conditioned to <laughs> thinking they need to see these movies. But hey, they're making money at the box office, so mm-hmm. 
you can't right. complain at this point. I'm kind of excited they're going back into that small realm. The that, quantum realm? The quantum realm and exploring. <laughs> the title it. suggests. Yeah. Sorry. And exploring <laughs> it. But The trailer is good, but we just missed the small story feel that Ant-Man right. had. I yeah. Mean, Michael Pena is the best part of Ant-Man. I don't think he's in this movie. I know. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, like he he was the heart and soul of the first one. <laughs> he made the first yes, one so yes. good. Paul Rudd, if you but if you take him out of it, Ant-Man doesn't appear anywhere else in the Marvel universe. It's a one-off. Right. Like the old Incredible Hulks. Yeah. <laughs> Eric Bana, Edward Norton, they just happen and then they go away. <laughs> yeah. But without well, that was fun. Michael Thanks Pena, for coming. It it doesn't exist. No. He's not in this one. I think more people will realize that as we get closer to the, to the release, and then we'll start hearing more complaints about it. Yeah. You know what we're not going to hear complaints about? What's that? Cocaine Bear. Oh, no. Which <laughs> <laughs> is the following weekend. It knows 100% exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, and this story is based on a true story, right? Like a bear a very, dig, a, a eats two cocaine. Sentence, a two-sentence true story. Yeah. Right. Cocaine was dropped out of a plane, it buried it, and died. That's the end of the story. Right. But they've made this CGI bear aggressive, drug addicted, oh, yeah. superhuman, super, super bear. Like super a, bear. Like yes. a real bear. Not like when I first saw the title cocaine bear, I thought a uh, teddy bear a la Ted. Oh. Doing coke. Doing coke. We saw this movie already. Had shenanigans. Yeah. So I was like, oh, teddy bear. Like I just was not into it. And then when I saw the trip, I'm like, oh. This is a real bear eating people. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah. The first like 30 seconds of the trailer where the, the bear walks out of the the pantry or closet or whatever right. it is in the cabin. I mean, it sets this up like Elizabeth Banks does not have a good track record of directing movies. Yeah. Uh, she directed Pitch Perfect 2 and Charlie's Angels. Yeah. And Charlie's are, Angels. Uh, yeah, yeah. Exactly. She doesn't have a great record, especially for grossing like she doesn't yeah make money at the box office this could change everything (laughs) she could be a a legitimate like horror action film director yeah it's possible it's either gonna go two ways either audiences are gonna embrace it as being like this weird one-off the bear crazy thing that you've got to experience or they're gonna be like no not not for me but i don't feel like there's any middle ground with it either you're gonna love it or you're gonna hate it i i will be so frustrated if more people or more people decide to skip out on this movie. Yeah. Like they think that this is like a streaming movie or that they don't need, or they need to see like Ant-Man a second time. No, go see Cocaine Bear. I do like the dry <laughs> it's gonna humor be awesome. to it too. I think the best line in this trailer, the one that gets me, because at first I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't know if this is for me. Mm-hmm. But then when that kid's like, that's just something that you don't, what is it you don't forget as a man or yeah oh my gosh that line with that from that kid just gets it for me yeah that's something that doesn't leave you as a man yeah because that's something that doesn't leave um you yeah as a man i think that's how it goes the line that got me being out in the mountain west where we are was like (laughs) We always we always do so well in the woods. Oh, yeah. the We're just so lucky in nature. We always nature. get so lucky in nature. An <laughs> <laughs> animal attacks them sir. moments later. Yeah, the two tourists and their hiking backpacks. It did take me a second watch to like really get into the movie though, and I kind of remember you saying earlier that you're wondering if this is the type of movie that it, either you're in or you're not. I hope more people are able to see the trailer a bit more frequently and become all in because right. it's it's gonna help. Um, 
maybe watching it like once or twice more yeah you gotta suspend your disbelief over the cocaine bear yeah part of it and to see like the fun but the more you see it the more you pick up on the other things yeah but um i think it was a very well edited trailer because it did make you laugh in the trailer and i don't think those are the best scenes in the movie hopefully not anyway uh, so after that weekend, we have Creed three coming out Going on Ken, how about you take this one? I am not that excited for this movie. Really? <laughs> I I loved the first one, and the second one just trafficked in nostalgia for me. I was put it in my veins. We will punch Dragos in the face until the end of time. Gotcha. Even if he is an abused child, we will punch him in the face. <laughs> until oh, this ends what? his last name is drago he must go <laughs> right we must break him yes <laughs> this no this matter movie, what this movie is rocky three and rocky five put together with michael b jordan without sylvester stallone which i think is probably the secret sauce to why these worked in the first place <laughs> maybe a little sure <laughs> and i i get why i mean i i want them to keep making these i want more of these but this one just doesn't look like it's gonna work for me it's the friend okay it's him fighting this friend angle that doesn't who who is built like mr t in rocky yeah. jonathan majors is awesome <laughs> that actor rules i'm only excited for ant-man 3 because of him by the way <laughs> like that is the one reason why i'll be going to that movie. god but that guy's such a good actor and I, I i like the pairing of him and uh michael b jordan and i'm curious about michael b Jordan's directing. It's his uh, debut, personally. It's, it's going to be a copy and paste of the other ones. This is, if you're going to direct on your own, you need to go out on a limb. You need to yeah, go outside of your... Yeah, maybe pick a different your, project. Well, not a third. I mean, all the tropes that were in all nine of the Rocky movies are in the Creed, Creed 1 movies. and Creed 2, yeah. and they're going to be in this, too. And you're like, I want to recreate that. Yeah. Like, do your own thing. Make something completely different. So you think audiences could be thinking about that um, when they're seeing the trailer? No. No. Gotcha. Uh, no, this has nothing to do with it. That's it's my, only you. That's just me. <laughs> that's just very me. very personal. <laughs> no, I yeah. I really like f- fell in love again with the Rocky series because of Creed 1. And Creed 2 was just straight adrenaline mm. the whole time. <laughs> Kill him! <laughs> <laughs> I was writing death threats to yeah, Dolph no. Lundgren again. <laughs> I was so happy. <laughs> I was just in my happy place. I love you, but you're going down. Yeah. yeah. That's what I sound like. Creed's going to wipe the floor with you. <laughs> now this this next one, I did not see the trailer for, so you guys will have to oh. uh, fill me in on Champions. Is that the mushroom movie? <laughs> no. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, this one is from Focus Features. It's Woody Harrelson starting, uh, sorry, starring as a coach who gets into some legal trouble and so he has to do demoted yeah mighty ducks and has to go instead of coaching kids yes we he coaches adults with um what is it mental disabilities yeah kids with mental disabilities special needs adults they're adults they're not Oh, I thought they were like teenagers or college students. I think they're maybe young adults. Gotcha. I say. Young okay. adults. But it is basketball and they're mentally challenged. Yep. And that's the movie. And he's a I coach. like the Mighty Ducks comparison. It is I didn't ju- think about that. You watch the trailer. I'm like, oh, this is like Mighty Ducks, but just a different <laughs> different team <laughs> of kids. And it's not like a heavy drama by the looks of it. It seems like a feel-good story. Oh, it's definitely feel-good, very inspirational, but fun. Woody Harrelson. Yeah. Focus doesn't make these. I laughed a bit. I laughed a bit, too. No, I don't think they're going to screw it up. I think it'll be 
And I think it'll be kind of fun. Well, Focus's last basketball movie was Boogie. <laughs> they might screw I don't this know up. What that is. To be fair, that was more serious and in a pandemic, so they, <laughs> they <laughs> I'm going to make it up. a one off. <laughs> yeah. Though I didn't mind that movie. We saw that and that wasn't bad. I don't think it's bad going with, you know, having this go with focus and go more limited and a little bit more upscale. I don't I don't think this is going to be a picture for all audiences. It it definitely could like be. Wide. It has that potential, but more as like a secondary title for general audiences, yeah. not as like a secondary title for specific audiences. Yeah. Which yeah. that's what I like seeing um early in the year from focus features anyway, so I think it could work on that level. For sure. I I enjoyed the trailer and I kinda, I did too. I kind of wanted to see it. Yeah. So. All right. John Wick 4. Yeah, also this will be a big one. March. I know. They're already announcing spin-offs of this. TV the, shows, yeah. toys. I know. Yeah. Bedsheets. I felt like <laughs> I've not seen any of the John Wicks, but I felt like this one felt very philosophical to me. Like this isn't just a quick shoot 'em up, you killed my dog. Um, revenge that was tale. the first one that was the first one i know <laughs> but this feels and then the i feel like that what the second one and third one were survival that mm. he's just trying to survive through the night now he survived and this is coming to the end of a story and this is where you get retrospective and you you get really like i said philosophical about this and sure and i just feel like the trailer has that tone that this isn't this is an action shoot him up but also with maybe a bigger message in it that he's gonna have to learn along the way yeah <clears throat> they're bringing everybody back even people we thought were dead <clears throat> excuse me um Are they? yeah i i don't know maybe um i thought lawrence fishburne was dead i'm pretty sure i thought oh yeah i thought I he had he died was. but he's in this trailer i thought uh what's his face with the awesome voice was dead no he stayed alive okay at the end of the third one but that's the issue that i'm having when watching the fourth trailer I, I don't remember what is going on or what happens in these movies. He, like, I haven't rewatched them. He is the most dangerous man in the world. Yeah. He is excommunicado, and this is the way to be unexcommunicado. But he has to go to the thing and get out of the business he's in. But that's but that's what I'm saying though. I don't I, I don't know if audiences have really rewatched these movies to where they're watching this trailer and they're remembering if you, like if you remember right Kyle, about to happen in john wick 2 and john wick 3 they give you a three minute recap of what happened in the previous movie okay they start the movie out with a recap so we don't We're worry be good don't worry my be friend good. <laughs> we'll tell you exactly what happened Ooh. again didn't he hook up with the girl with the Halle Berry? With, yeah, with the dogs uh yeah. i think she maybe died. Did she, die? she did die but i don't think they hooked up i think I they were just working pre- in a previous right. life i meant no i meant in general like Yes, they, she dies, they teamed though? up. Oh, but she I'm dies. pretty sure she died because yeah. I was wondering you where can't, the dogs you can't work again. with Halle Berry in two movies in a row. <laughs> like, <laughs> you give me for the one and that's it. Oh, okay. She was, pretty, she was pretty good in that movie, though. But that's, excuse me, that's still kind of my thing. It reminds me of my issue when walking into No Time to Die, that Bond movie. Mm-hmm. That was the title, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, like, yes, those Bond movies were all connected, but at some point, do audiences just forget what happens in those movies? Because you have so. to think about like the rewatchability yeah. factor. And yeah. so now the you know, the third movie was years before the pandemic. We've gone through the pandemic, now we're out of it. It's kinda like this catch up mode where people are probably thinking, Wait, should I go see this? I don't even remember what happened in the last one. I think this is gonna cause like the first one to be 
even more beloved. Mm-hmm. Similar to how Casino Royale has kind of come back into focus. Yeah. Even though Skyfall Skyfall was the better movie, like Casino Royale, if, if Casino Royale doesn't happen, Skyfall doesn't happen. Sure. Like if you if he doesn't pop off the screen in the first one. Right. And John Wick was so aggressive with the violence. I mean, guys getting knocked down, shot in the leg, and then he'd come back and shoot them in the head to make sure they never came back. It was <laughs> so aggressive with the gun violence. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah, like, it was pretty cool. It was All the right, first, time, first time you saw that on screen where it was like, this is pure, unadulterated vengeance. Yeah. And but he, I felt like it had so little story. Now it's what, like built up. What the story is important. I know, I know. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. The first one had so little story. It was easy. It was just action scene, action scene, action scene. And, and people liked it. This one feels like, oh, we got to catch up with a story in it. Maybe. I do I do know the first one at least had a good enough setup to where you were on board. And that was kind of the anchor of it and helped enough. If they're going to DH Harrison Ford, they might as well DH Keanu Reeves and I show think, him like in his 20s fighting with swords. A I prime think Keanu John Reeves <laughs> yeah. looks the best in this one. I didn't think he looked that great in the second and third John Wick. As he's really? Beat, as he's beat up running in the rain. Yeah. yeah he, you look terrible. He did. No, I <laughs> just meant like. Has he even tried? He was no, in a I car just... accident with a rocket launcher at the end of the first one. <laughs> <didn't> look good. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean. Didn't look like he could move that all that well, but this one sure. he looked fluid and better, okay. healthier. Uh, so I guess the following weekend it's going to be Dungeons and Dragons. Then, yeah, that closes out our March. Mm-hmm. And I, this latest trailer, the first trailer, the first look we saw at it looked kind of cheesy, campy fantasy film. Like I don't know, like they messed that up. But this last trailer looked much much better i don't know if they had more of the cgi done for different scenes because you get the air the owl bear character a little bit better and i thought that looked awesome so or maybe just the mood is different now and i'm like okay i can go for something a little bit more campy and i think it looks awesome yeah i think it just depends on not dungeons and dragons fans but just general audiences if they're willing to join in on the camp and the fun that kind of what I imagine goes into Dungeons and Dragons games anyway. Because mm-hmm. I imagine this story is kind of trying to be like, what if the game campaigns that you're making with your friends, what if that like right. actually happens? Like, what would that look like? And it probably would look like what we're kind of seeing from the trailer. Yeah. Which so if people aren't bored for that, then I think it could be good. Oh, I don't know about this one. It's got to be really good. Dragon movies are hard to pull off fantasy movies in There's general that's true right. that actually really work and then they become billion dollar franchises if they do yeah yeah <laughs> but but i think you kind of speak to a good point it just matters if audiences one are on board with a fantasy movie and two are on board with this very specific tone of a fantasy movie right. which is more like reimagined playful fantasy yeah. where lately they've been having a lot of really gritty realistic fantasy like game of thrones and the lord of the rings ring trilogy thing whatever that was you know what's not gritty what's not gritty? super mario brothers oh my god i know we've talked so much crap about chris pratt in this oh yeah if you completely remove chris pratt from the equation this movie looks awesome yeah if you just (laughs) mute his voice it looks so good jack black they bring in the mario Kart at the end and he goes, and they use the Mario voice. They did not use Chris Pratt's voice at the yeah. end. Yeah. <laughs> Whoopee. <laughs> Let me try, guys. Let me try. Yeah. Wahoo. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that, um, 
voice acting for Mario aside, yeah, this movie looks like it'll be a lot of fun. And I hope since it's an animation, like it's going to do Game Busters, especially from the people that make oh. the Minions Our movies. Our boys this is, this were so excited for it. Yeah. This is going to be When good. they finally saw this trailer, they were like, oh my gosh. And then they would not stop talking about it. And I was like, guys, it's not coming out for a while. Just let it go. I keep thinking of detective pikachu and how that became like a oh. surprising disappointment i don't think that's gonna happen with mario bros detective pikachu is a disappointment i remember it not making as much money as maybe they had many thought it would be anticipated it was going to be pokemon level right. insanity and it was yeah. like a 50 billion dollar opening and then you know and then it kind of dropped off it pretty dropped quick. off pretty heavily i mean i think there was an avengers movie around that time anyway but even still it's a pokemon movie yeah. but that's kind of what i'm saying I think because it's an animation and it's from the people making like the minions and despicable me movies. I think this one will help a lot more because of that. Mm -hmm. It will do a lot better. Sure. No, it's very exciting. And that should play super heavy on all, all the trailers. It's going to blow the doors off of minions. I think this is going to cross over to a certain point where we're going to see $150 million. I I could see that too, because uh, Mario, I c- can see getting older audience that are nostalgic for for the video games, whereas Minions is just all kids. Like, it's just a kid's thing. Yeah. yeah. Lots of older people still play some of the Mario games, including, like, yeah. Smash Brothers being one of the big ones. So I'm sure there's going to be callbacks in the movie to Smash Brothers as well. So they'll be excited for that. Oh Well, Cody, let's just get your Guardians of the Galaxy from May out of the way so you can... Take a dump on it, and we can move on. Okay. It, Go for it. There is a trailer. It looks <laughs> boring and sad, and it, I don't know. Is it goodbye to the Guardians? Or are they all going to die at the end? Because that's what makes me feel and, like in the trailer. And what's-her-face is still in it? Who? She died like six movies ago. I think ago. this is a multiverse thing, and they find oh, a Gamora God. from a different multiverse that she's not in yeah, love this with was them. All, this was all in Endgame. Yeah. Did you guys not watch Endgame? Very good movie. Highly recommend. It's just a different Gamora. <laughs> Have you never heard of it? Old green, <laughs> old green face died, and then <laughs> she's gone. But now she's back. I don't know. Whatever. That just... part, that part of this plot is a little, I guess, confusing in terms of like what was the point in I did doing like... that to begin with. I don't have time for this. I did like seeing a. <sighs> uh, young adult really stacked Groot like with a deeper mm-hmm. with the back to being the old Groot voice I don't think yeah. that's the right word <laughs> which what? What a jacked Groot a jacked Groot <laughs> okay stacked jacked I don't know whatever you know what I meant he's Groot he, the character he, is he very bulky <laughs> very bulky short bulky look like but I like I don't should know. I bleep that out I'm not ni- sure it was nice to see that that character I think um, what matters is that it's of the trailer is that reminding us that audiences are very attached to these characters. I think the most out of most of the MCU movies. And I think people are kind of wanting that familiarity back again when it comes to Marvel. So I feel like sad. It just looked like such a downer. Like there was guardians was different because it was fun and there's nothing about this that looks fun. It just looks like, we're just so tired of being guardians. I think this is the end. <laughs> sure, sure. I, it's the end of my interest in it. That's for sure. <laughs> I think for other people, um, that's not the case. Speaking of renewing my interest, we get another Transformers movie in June. 
Huzzah! I can't. Be- well, I can, but also, <laughs> I just thought it would be a little longer before we see another Transformers movie. But then again, a pandemic did happen. It's gonna say if, it's, it's equated to like another forever. five years. Yeah. So technically, it's been ten years since the last Transformers and, movie. And came Bumblebee out. was Transformers adjacent. Yeah, it was. It was not a full-on yeah. Transformers movie. And the only good one, but no one knows, makes me sad. Yeah. Kyle. It's uh, the good one. It's the good one. Yeah. Besides the first Transformers, maybe? This one actually and the second and the third <sighs> and half of the fourth. No. And like 10 minutes half of the, of the fifth. Fourth? I don't even know. I don't even remember what happens in the fourth one. I just remember chaos. Is that chaos. the Knights of the Round Table one? No, that's the fifth oh. one. That's got Anthony Hopkins in it, surprisingly. <laughs> that existed, man. <laughs> in a Transformers That wasn't movie? a fever dream. It was like... Well, it technically was. <laughs> Ken watches them when he has fever dreams. Like when he's oh, not feeling when good, I'm sick. it is Transformers. I guess he, he might as well lean into it and just oh, enjoy yeah. the ride. He does not have to think about anything. He turns his brain off and he's just laying there. I'm ill, but Transformers is on. <laughs> I like Transformers. Oh. I like a little NyQuil. I like a nice, <laughs> a nice heated blanket. I, I am in that's a happy I, place. That's hey. how I know he's really not feeling good. I'm like, you must be really sick. Hey, You're watching ev- Transformers. <laughs> Every is- movie is for someone. <laughs> But what the Rise this? of the Beast looks good. It's got a big like gorilla one and a gorilla robot. Yeah, gorilla like one. a gorilla. Yeah, I was gonna say let's be a little more specific. A little more specific as a gorilla I one. One meant we were talking Transformers. A gorilla Transformers. Well, maybe people haven't watched the trailers yet. Well, it looks, but they talk. It's not just like they're you know more they're intelligent. And they've got the right here. Optimus Prime voice in this one. They do. Yes. And yeah. as compared to the last movies, and it didn't seem no, so much it, like they, the, all the movies have been correct. Anytime you they have see the voice actor, yeah, correct. But then you'll see like Optimus Prime in like Burger King commercials, and it's not the right one. Oh, or <laughs> just they kept that the same. Transform and roll yeah, out. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. It has to be the voice only at Burger King. <laughs> well, now why wasn't it that guy? <laughs> yeah, I wasn't the Burger King. Come guy. on, man. <laughs> Okay, sorry, Cody. Please no, continue. I I liked the look of this one, and it actually piqued my interest because it wasn't so over the top. They're like, we're mm-hmm. not blowing up half the moon, the earth, half the earth isn't getting destroyed. There's not some invasion. It just seemed more. There is an unknown evil which you don't know the extent of it, and they have to rise up against it. And I kind of like that the story maybe is getting smaller. Yeah, that's that's kind of the vibe that I got, and it seems we it's going to be destroy the world every time. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just... They've wiped multiple cities like off the map, mm-hmm. and, <laughs> and then there's no. The best part about we can't Transformers, keep having Chicago burned to the ground. Yeah, the best part about Transformers <laughs> is there's no canon to the entire movie, other no. than Optimus Prime exists. Like everything else is up for debate, which is great. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just echo Cody's sentiments. It seems like there's a bit more cohesion and less chaos, yeah. even though it's robots fighting against each other. At least I can tell. At least from the trailer, what's going on? And, and it just looks like the battle is more contained. Yeah, and it's still awesome looking, mm-hmm. but just not so like let's blow up half the solar system in this. Yeah, Michael Bay had cool action, but when it gets it too chaotic, is when you lose people after a while. And stupid too. Yes, those movies speak, were stupid. Speak for yourself. Okay, you know what I'm gonna speak to? What Indiana Jones five four. Dial of Destiny. And the Dial of Destiny. Is, this is the only the the attempt at the fourth one. Okay. Yes. Indiana fourth Jones doesn't have to be canon. Indiana Jones no. de-aged, bringing back characters, 
<laughs> leaving out characters. Sorry. He rides a horse. The horse, like, I don't know. I just don't. You don't so buy so much that. horse riding. I'm like, he is so old. Uh, you know yeah. what happens in the third movie, so right? Frail. <laughs> they ride off into the sunset on horses. <laughs> yeah, when he's like in his fifties. Now he's like in his seventies. You wish you're seventy year old dancers. You wish he was in his seventies. <laughs> they're he not. Is. <laughs> they're not bucking horses riding through crowds at that age. They're trotting along like I could still do this. Sure. No, they're sure. like walking llamas behind them on a rope. Yeah. <laughs> that too. <laughs> Harrison Ford is 80 years old, Cody. I know he's 80. This is the the life of octogenarians. We were getting so many 80-year-old movies. Yeah. What a weird time we're in. We just can't let him go, can we? Yeah, it's a weird time that we're in. Is Anthony Hopkins in his 90s then? Oh, easily. We just trotting him out. for sure. Say a few lines, Anthony. He's well into his 90s. So you guys aren't buying the trailer or you like I, the trailer but you can't help but like notice the, the age i like the trailer it's hard to see the age i like how it feels more like a mystery and they go more into tombs and more into the artifacts treasure hunting and the then they hunting. travel back in time yeah <laughs> i'm hoping they're flashbacks i'm they're, hoping they're flashbacks i'm hoping they're flashbacks i'm hoping too. They're flashbacks. No, this is going to be a time travel because it's a Jones. dial of destiny so they go time travel Man. back in time that that's the i mean there's a lot of weird things that happen in indiana jones that are far-fetched i understand but i think they at least work within the realm of the treasure hunting aspects of it when it's like time travel or the alien stuff that's where it doesn't quite fit with what Indiana Jones does to me. Uh, I think the trailer is solid, though. I mean, it's the teaser formula that Disney does to where it sets up the tone and reminds you about why you like the characters so much. And I think it's going to be a good seller to remind people that an an Indiana Jones movie is coming. You do hear a lot of Harrison Ford's voice doing a narration over the Mm -hmm. trailer, which... Very melancholy. Yeah, but then you have the music play and you you get... nostalgic and kind of excited for it do you yes (laughs) i just was so burned on aliens that i i really don't trust this one i don't trust it to be good i will take time travel George lucas isn't involved i will take time travel over aliens but but that's where i'm drawing the line technically george lucas wasn't involved with the last three star wars and cody wasn't excited (laughs) about those either yeah Yeah. all right He doesn't have a great track record what, with Cody. He doesn't involved have great, or not. Yeah, yeah, involved or not. <laughs> yeah, why do the I try? The last 25 years have been a little <laughs> rough for George Lucas as far as yeah. Cody's reviews. <laughs> well, you know, everybody peaks and falls off. You can't, you can't always hit a home run each time. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, well, we're capping out at about an hour now. Oh and I gosh. think we've talked a lot about the trailers to wear. We don't need to bore you with the pop culture stuff this weekend. <laughs> no. We'll come back to it next weekend. We will. Um, but hopefully this was a good uh, way to show you guys the movies that are coming out in the first quarter and, and hopefully get, ex- get excited about yeah, some of these titles. Just know that we are getting product next year and it, some of it looks really, really good. And, and this February is going to rewrite the history of all Februarys moving forward. Football movies forever. Thank you, Tom Brady. Tom Brady for saving February. If he can win seven Super Bowls, why can't he make a movie that changes all of movie making moving forward? I hate that you're right. (laughs) 
I hate yeah. that you're right. Do you think you're you're more right because he brought in Gronk too, which is like his man. That that's why he's struggling. Yeah, this season. he's a safety blanket. Yeah, you gotta yeah, yeah. you gotta do what you gotta do. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, <laughs> he won seven Super Bowls, Cody. He's played in ten. Half uh, of those were with Gronk. So yeah, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. That's the security blanket. And every every Super Bowl he's gotten beaten in has some sort of miracle name on top of it. <laughs> his next Super Bowl will probably be 80 for Brady because that is his 80th Super Bowl that he's won. <laughs> yeah. Just wait, everyone. Uh, all right. So I think at that note, um, we'll call it an episode. Thank you guys for listening and catch us back next week. Thank you, Howell Theater in Smithfield, North Carolina, for the hats. We've really enjoyed them. And... If anybody else wants to send us anything, we will definitely wear it on the podcast because we love it. Yeah. <laughs> Please do. I would say to keep it tasteful, but I know our audience, so <laughs> let's get creative with this. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to Off the Break Podcast. Find us on all podcast platforms or at ScreenInsider.co. And be sure to like and follow our Facebook and Instagram pages at Off the Break Podcast. 